Hello and welcome to another edition of How to Sell a Home for the Highest Price. Thanks so much for dialing us up on the old podcast machine. Certainly appreciated. On this edition, we're going to kind of focus on the buyers because they're important. And we're going to take a look at the five dirty little secrets that some sellers try that I don't want you falling for. This is How to Sell a Home for the Highest Price, a podcast specifically designed to get you the highest price for your home. A step-by-step guide to making all the right moves as you move and avoid all the pitfalls that can cost you tens of thousands. Here's the host of How to Sell a Home for the Highest Price, global real estate advisor, Dave Johnson. Well, on this edition of How to Sell a Home for the Highest Price, we're going to take a look at uh, something that some sellers try to do to mask what's really going on in their home. And it's mistakes that buyers will often catch. And I don't want you making that same mistake. So let me uh, turn off my notifications, first of all, as we... uh, do that now uh, let's uh, first talk about uh, the fact that when you're selling your house you want to disclose everything not only for legal reasons but also just for ethical reasons uh, you know unfortunately we had a leak in the house that I'm living in now here in uh, lovely Reno Nevada and our kitchen sink is directly above our downstairs guest uh, closet and we didn't notice it, but we had a sl- slow leak going for about a year. We had mold that we discovered as part of that as well. And uh, that's something that uh, was a big oopsie. But, you know, when we sell, we'll certainly disclose that because the mold, first of all, was completely remediated. And uh, the plumbing issue was totally fixed, so no biggie. But a lot of times, that's exactly the kind of thing that some sellers will try to mask when they're selling their house. And there are a bunch of things that you can try to mask, but a savvy buyer will catch on. And not only possibly skip on making an offer on your home... But also, you could end up in some legal issues if they end up buying and are on to, to and are on to what you're trying to do. So it's important to follow this advice and don't try to mask anything. Make it clear and known of any issues that you know of. So on this edition, we're going to take a look at the top five dirty little secrets that some sellers have about their home that buyers sometimes catch on to. Number one, climate control issues. This is a big one. And this is one also I can give as an example from the home we're living in now. Uh, I have a uh, an office in our home. It's on the lower level of the house. And we're kind of a, I guess you would describe this house as a split level. It's kind of weird. You basically walk into the entry. You can go up about five stairs to the left for the bedrooms. You can go straight ahead to the right for the kitchen. And you can make a hard right for the living room. And then there's also uh, an area, a living area below the living room. I'm sure I've confused you now. But anyway, the, the bottom line is my office is actually in the downstairs area below the main living room. 
and it sits about like my eye level as I'm sitting in my office chair. I'm I'm above ground. My head is above ground, but the rest of the house is below ground, you know, below my waist. So it gets pretty chilly down here. That's the point of this long story about the layout of my home. Uh, so my office can get quite chilly uh, in the winter, for sure. So I've got a space heater right here. Oh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to turn it on and tip it over, and you'll get to hear the buzzer. This will be fun. Uh, so it's on now. And bah! There you go. I should do that if I, like, when I do Zoom. I, I sometimes do Zoom events with clients and stuff. Like, I could do trivia or uh, bingo or something, and if somebody says something wrong, I'll just go... Okay, enough with the buzzer on the uh, heater. Anyway, uh, so it doesn't really mask an issue, but it is kind of a a big factor in this home, the climate, uh, because it is vastly different upstairs from downstairs. And a lot of homes are going to have that issue, especially, you know, multi-level homes. You're going to certainly have that issue of warmer uh, levels upstairs and cooler levels downstairs. But this one is pretty significant. I mean, you can walk down here in the summer on a hot day, and it feels quite comfortable down here, even if it's 105 outside. We actually had that happen. Uh, the first summer that we lived in this home, our air conditioner did not work. Uh, we turned it on. It was like a click, 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 and nothing. Uh, and we did have a, we do have a swamp cooler here, but we didn't even need that because downstairs in this home, it's in the dead of summer, it's a nice cool, you know, 68 degrees. It's amazing. But you can imagine how cold it is in the winter when uh, you're down here because it gets quite chilly. So that's why I've got the space heater. And those are kind of the, some of the things you want to look for if you're a buyer and if you're a seller and have those, I guess the best advice is to either solve the problem or get rid of the evidence in this case. So get rid of the space heater. Uh, get rid of the window unit air conditioner in that upstairs unit. Uh, and that's kind of tough to say because then it's going to be boiling upstairs potentially. But that can often be a sign to a potential buyer that they don't want to end up in that home because they can see that there are some climate issues. And another great uh, sign of that is if you see plastic uh, window coverings in the winter, especially, uh, you know, the insulation kit thing that you can put over windows, that's just a sign that they very potentially have drafty windows that are old and need replacing. Uh, and again, that's a hint that uh, this house may be a lot of work. So if you're on the selling side and you have any of those issues, Try to fix them if you can and talk about that brand new fix you just did because it is a major selling point in uh, selling your home for top dollar. So if you do have those drafty windows, get them fixed. Uh, but don't put the plastic over because that's a sign uh, to buyers. If they do catch it, oh, they're trying to mask something here. I think I'll move on to the next house. And that's just going to end up netting you way less for your home than if you, you know, can convince them that, uh, you know, you're the right place. Number two on the list of the dirty little secrets that some sellers try is the water being shut off in certain areas or one area of the home. And often this is because of a toilet that won't stop running or a slow leaky sink uh, you know, a faucet that's constantly dripping, something like that. 
So obviously, you know, you're going to have running water in the house. You want to make sure that, you know, the water's on and your inspector will need it on when they're doing their inspections for the buyer. But if water is off, if you happen to catch it, that's a hard one to catch, by the way. But if you do happen to catch that water is off in one area, that's a major red flag. So if you're a seller, don't do that fix the problem often a plumbing issue is often a pretty simple fix it can be uh, a simple new pipe it can be a new washer it can be a uh, a snake down a toilet it can be a lot of different things or i just replaced the uh, flapper thing in one of our toilets here at the house because it was disintegrating but uh anyway it's just something that you definitely want to uh try to avoid just being that person Oh, just, you know, I'll just shut off this water. It'll be fine. (laughs) No, not a good idea. Fix that plumbing issue because also, no matter what, that's going to come up in the inspection report. So you're going to get caught, basically. If you're trying to kind of hide something or mask something, you're going to get caught. Number three on the list is look for security issues. Now, a lot of people have, you know, the the bar that is... uh, that holds that uh, sliding glass door to the backyard. They've got that bar that will make it so it won't slide. That's fairly common. I'm talking about other security issues. And what comes to mind is a house I owned in Kansas City with my uh, lovely ex-wife. That's a whole that's a whole nother that's a whole nother show. I should start a whole nother podcast. Uh, but this house I owned in Kansas City, uh, we had gotten broken into. We were in an old hyster- uh, historic area called Brookside that has lovely older homes, but it also has a fairly prominent crime problem of petty theft. You know, a lot of home break-ins. Uh, nothing crazy, nothing uh, violent, but it happened there, and I know of many neighbors who had been broken into. But uh, after that happened, we put little security locks on all of the doors because my ex-wife was going crazy uh you know it makes sense too it's it's a definitely a violating feeling to have that happen but if you see those kind of things those locks that uh, they look like child locks but they're just kind of um extra security on a door that are up pretty high if you see those And by the way, you'll be able to tell if there are children in the house by a tour of the house, unless they happen to have a vacant home and they've already moved. But you can often tell if there are children or not in the home, which is really the only reason you want those locks legitimately in your home. Uh, I shouldn't say legitimately, but that's the only legitimate reason they would be there, unless there's a security issue. And, And certainly some people are just a little more paranoid than others, and that's fine. But it's something, if you're one of the paranoid people and you don't have a, a, a crime problem in the neighborhood, I suggest getting rid of those locks because they can make it look like you have a security issue or have had a security issue. So if you're on the selling side and you you know have uh, you know someone in your home that's a little skittish about uh, break-ins or whatever, either move out or get rid of those security locks for the short time that your home is on the market uh, because it can go a long way to making your home feel more welcoming and more secure to a potential buyer. 
Number four on the list of dirty little secrets that some sellers try. Fresh paint in only one area. That's a sure tip-off that something is possibly going on. What is it? Well, it's often could be a crack in the foundation. It could be a crack in a ceiling. could be a water leak. But those are things where if there's clearly new paint in one area and not everywhere else, then definitely not a good idea. There's definitely some masking of an issue going on. And again, it's similar to what I talked about earlier. An inspector will pick up on that. A good one, I should say. A good inspector will pick up on that. So you want to make sure that uh, you're not uh, trying to get away with that with fresh paint in only one area. If you're gonna end up having to do that, then you'll want to disclose why you're doing that. Makes sense, I hope. Anyway, uh, and if you do have one room that needs uh, a fix and needs new paint, you may want to think about painting multiple rooms to make it look as if it was, uh, you know, a cosmetic decision instead of some sort of structural issue. And the final of the dirty little secrets that some sellers try on our top five list today is watch out for those dehumidifiers and air fresheners. Either one are often telltale signs that something crazy is going on. And this happened uh, in my Kansas City house as well. We had a moisture problem. Uh, and it's different by region, but in the Midwest, you of course have most homes have basements because of many reasons but one is tornadoes and severe weather uh but those basements can collect a lot of moisture and that can be a problem and dehumidifiers and air fresheners and all those things they can often uh point to the fact that there is an issue that definitely needs to be addressed so if you've got a dehumidifier you want to explain and disclose why and that there's not been a problem in the 10 years you've owned the home or whatever the case may be you want to make sure that uh, that is known uh, don't just try to you know have a dehumidifier on and have uh, a bunch of air fresheners masking that musty smell that uh, is definitely a problem and I had that problem in that closet I talked about the moldy closet I talked about earlier that's how it was discovered there was this musty odor like what is going on open the door and still couldn't see it because it was behind a bunch of uh, clothes that were hanging and boom there it was so that that smell that musty odor can definitely be a telltale sign that there's something major going on when it comes to moisture mold a leak or whatever so get the get that rectified or explain that the dehumidifier because some basements do have a dehumidifier all the time just because there's moisture enough moisture to justify that and if you have had one for 10 years and haven't had a problem great but disclose that because it can often be a little sketchy for a potential buyer so hopefully, uh, if you're selling your home, you can avoid doing any of these little mask tape, you know, uh, solutions to a problem. Because if they are discovered, it can have people immediately just say, okay, this tour is over. Let's go on to the next house. And they'll make an offer on that house instead of yours. 
Thanks so much for joining us. Hope you have a great rest of your April, and uh, we'll see you soon on another edition of How to Sell a Home for the Highest Price. Look for new episodes of How to Sell a Home for the Highest Price every Monday and click subscribe so they'll show up for you automatically and get on the right track to saving yourself a load of cash by making the right moves when you're ready to sell. And if you need help finding a quality real estate agent in your area, just contact Dave at www.justplaindave.com.